I mumbled, F you, manager. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to die with a bunch of customers I don't give a shit about. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. We are back. <laughs> Leg pop. Leg pop. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back to the OK Mary podcast. This is Sabi. And it's Anne. Um, <laughs> How do we do this so, again? <laughs> <laughs> we skipped last week because we had some personal issues. <laughs> and you know what? Your mother said that I loved when she wrote us on Instagram was family first and that's so true yeah we've been doing i've been thinking we've been doing very well keeping consistent with the dropping our episodes every tuesday Mm -hmm. but life is life and i've noticed that even the biggest podcasters have way more breaks than we do yeah oh yeah so we're pretty blessed that life is typically very steady for us the same routine but this last week emily had puppy issues honey something very bad happened to honey but she better She's better. She's better. She had to get surgery. Yeah. Stitches are finally out, and all is well. Except she still has to wear a cone for a few more days, but but that's okay. We're, At least she's good. And yeah, healthy and she's good alive. and alive. Yeah, thank, thank God. God. Whew. And Sabrina had family in town. Yes. Her parents. She was doing things. I was moving, moving, and dealing with my hormonal imbalances. <laughs> emotionally a wreck so yeah we just needed a week (laughs) we needed a week but we're back and i mean not to say that this morning was very smooth um we typically record at my house i'm not even gonna try and act like we have a fancy studio at my house and i have a bug problem (laughs) and this bug problem is like forcing me to move out of my new apartment that i just moved into so yeah that's an update for our lives but Emily's bun looks really cute right now, so that's a good. Oh, I thought you were saying talking about my bun, my buns behind Your buns? my. <gasps> that too. Emily's buns my on bun her butt and, and my her buns on her head is looking very good. <laughs> so two weeks ago, we said our next episode was going to be talking about like our stories with the missile situation. Um, obviously we skipped last week, so the episode is today. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. This, I, I feel like we got a lot of good stories. We got so many stories. And what a crazy thing we lived through. Can you believe that? Yeah. If you guys don't know, or if this is like new information for you. You or don't no live exactly, in Hawaii. You don't live in Hawaii. Um, 2018, was it 2018. Um, during this whole situation with Mr. Fonald Frump was scrapping with Kim Jong-un, <laughs> we kept, like, we were, like, on our toes waiting for something to happen. Like, we knew that North Korea was all <laughs> against the U.S. and mm-hmm. U.S. was <laughs> North Korea. And I remember being home in California and my dad, he studied nuclear physics, and I was like, Daddy, what if a missile comes? What if a missile comes? And I was panicking. He's like, Sabrina, if it comes, this is exactly what you do. So he taught me and everything. So I was like mentally prepared on what to do if one came. Okay, can you explain that? Because I don't know. So he said, if you see the big light, you know, shine, like you see it happen, you Mm want to run directly opposite of where it is at, but you want to be on the floor and just find coverage, like cover yourself, because once that goes off and the missile, like, gets here, Mm -hmm. just radioactive material just spreads throughout Mm -hmm. everywhere, and it literally will fry you up. Like, if you find, it's really unfortunate and sad, but if you find a video, some people make, like, illustration videos of what we did to Japan like back in the day when Mm -hmm. we did a nuclear attack like what happens to your body Mm -hmm. when it just when the radioactive material gets to you so he said you want to run the opposite way find coverage get under something and wait till it's gone like the impact's gone and then you need to get to fresh water immediately and just wipe down your body because you do not want to get any of the radioactive material but what's really um unfortunate about it is two weeks i think i remember him saying like two weeks that radioactive material is just gonna be there yeah so mm-hmm. you need to be like completely in close and close somewhere for two weeks straight like you cannot go outside or else 
you'll get like disease yeah, and sick. That's um, so he was telling me this. We get home, and you know, you never think of these things happening to you. Mm-hmm. And we're so privileged. Like if it did happen, like we wouldn't even be able to comprehend. Mm-hmm. So, what happened um, is like for the people that don't know, is we all got a missile alert threat or like a missile threat alert on our iPhones, like an iPhone notification. Yeah. Everyone in Hawaii got it. And it just And the said, sirens went off too. The sirens. Yeah. But I not have, everywhere, right? Not everywhere. Only like certain the, sirens. UH had their sirens go off and that was the most heartbreaking thing to hear is like my best friend Kiana, I remember her calling me and like, Sabby, I don't know what to do. What do I do? Texting me like the sirens are going off at the dorms. So imagine how scared they were because yeah. they're like, what the hell do I do? Right. But yeah, everyone has different stories and different ways they like handle the situation because yeah. some people like kids at UH it felt very real for them mm-hmm. kids were running all over the place mm-hmm. looking for bunkers banging to get into the one the one bunker they had that held only like 12 people and mm-hmm. they couldn't open it up so people were like screaming oh my panicking yeah. and then there are other people that like slept through it or yeah. they woke up very and they two just thought, extremes yeah very very two extremes yeah. so and it lasted how long how long until we like literally 30, found out? It was like 38 minutes, I feel like. It was like almost 40 minutes. And you know what really bugged me? Is Governor Ige, he said it was a false alarm only 18 minutes after, but on Twitter. And I was like, who the hell is following this man on Twitter? Why didn't you get it out like... I don't know how it works. I'm sure, like, any ignorant person will be like, you should have put it out on the notification first. But I'm thinking, right. like, it took 40 minutes for, like, people to know. Yeah. And the maybe three followers he has on Twitter. Like, can, do yeah. any of you guys follow Governor Ige on Twitter? No. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. So I want to say it, it stated that there was an incoming ballistic missile threat to Hawaii. Advised residents to seek shelter and concluded this is not a drill. The message was sent at 7.08 a.m. Saturday morning, January 13, 2018. Okay. So tell me... Um, wait, wait, I want to read this part. 38 minutes and 13 seconds later, state officials blamed a miscommunication during a drill at Hawaii Emergency Management Agency for the first message. Governor Ige publicly apologized for the... In er- in- <laughs> <laughs> I saw you trying to read the word and I was like, nope, it ain't happening. <laughs> er- Erinus? That's a word? Erinus. Sis, you posted this. Oh, did you copy it? I copied it. it. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me Erinus is a word? It's not Erinus. It's Erinus. Erinus. That's what I said. <laughs> oh, they said Erinus. Wait, what? Erinus. <laughs> I can't. Anyways. Whatever that word is. <laughs> but. We're not doctors. Honestly. How is that even, how is that, how could, okay, I want to, let's go conspiracy for a second. How is that even possible to accidentally Mm -hmm. alert that type of message in its entirety? It was Mm -hmm. very specific. Mm -hmm. Not a drill. Not a drill. And, I mean, it's not like it's just a, a push of a button and every. Every phone in Hawaii gets an alert, you know? I feel like there's there's codes you gotta put in. There's, like, a, a big handle you gotta... Really? Open Bank? up and press a button and lock and pull I and... I heard that code, it's, code, like, code. they tried sending out a test one. Like, it wasn't supposed to say this is not a drill. They are supposed to say this is a test. So, like, they meant for everyone to get an alert. That's what I heard. I don't why know who said... I don't know if an Why would they test a missile... A we were ballistic anticip- missile. We were anticipating it. Because Korea kept... <laughs> Korea was um, threatening us with it. So that's why... That's why I believe that, like, they were saying their preparedness and, like, if they were ready for it, like, what... How they would... Because it was just public information. Mm-hmm. You don't watch the news, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I right know, before no. that, that's... Oh, my God, he's dead, honey's boo-boo. Oh, my oh, God, yeah, he's honey's boo-boo. It. No, I don't want to look no. at honey's boo-boo. Everyone play, pray for honey. Key. It's ouchy. Um, 
Yeah, so we were all kind of anticipating it because it was this whole ongoing thing on the news with Mr. Fonald Trump and Kim Jong-un. And they were scrapping, <laughs> and these two little boys were scrapping, and you're like, I'm gonna nuke you! I'm gonna nuke you back, you motherfucker! So that's what happened, and that's why they were testing that whole thing. But it was really believable for American people because that's, like, why we're anticipating it, right? right. Wait, okay, before we go into our stories, since you brought up conspiracies... Um, one of our responders on Instagram, (laughs) he is in the military, and he gave me this conspiracy, and I was like, what? He goes, the conspiracy is the army had this plan to see how unready we were, as you remember how crazy it was, and I was like, could you imagine? Which I, I highly doubt. Do you think they, no, I highly doubt it. To scare us? Because they would know how... To prepare us, you mean? I mean, but but there's no way you could prepare prepare. for a ballistic missile. Unless you you literally had, like... A a bunker. Yeah. And there's only three, four on the island they found out. And one of them is the Salvation Army in town. And um, my ex, who I was dating at the time, was actually there. He was, like, working there. So I was like... I texted him. I was like, "Um, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm there. And then I found out afterwards that that place is, like, good to be at. Yeah. If whatever but I remember texting my mom saying like I love you it's coming and she's not you know what's crazy she wasn't even worried because she's like Sabby I just turned on the news and there's nothing and that's when I was like hmm Mm -hmm. you know if there's nothing like that would be everywhere yeah like if we heard a missile was going to New York even though it's so far like we would know yeah instantly yeah for sure um but okay tell me your story I want to know. First, my personal story. Yeah. Like, what was your experience? So, I was at a gym in... That early in the morning? Damn, girl. Yeah. Yeah, you. 2017, 2018, I was was fit. I was in the gym, like, five days a week, like, going hard. Like, (laughs) I was fit, girl. Yeah, you. So, my friend Jazz and I were at a gym, Hawaii Elite MMA, which is like a boxing um, MMA gym mm-hmm. in Waipahu, I believe. So it's me, her, our trainer, the gym owner, and maybe three other MMA guys, like fighters, that oh, were in there to train. Cool. Because it's, it's like a private facility. So our trainer that... That she bougie. Um, <laughs> our trainer that we know, he's like a family friend. So he, oh. he like got us in and he was like training us. Anyways, so we all, we're all like stretching, getting ready to start working out. And then the text comes in, right? And we're all kind of just like, we all kind of just like look up at each other and we're just like, what? Whoa. And then so I feel like the guys that were there, the, the fighters, they all called their wives, I think. They called their wives or girlfriends. My trainer, Randy, he called his cop friend that he knew. Like, everybody's all calling people, like, oh, you know, trying to get more information. And I kind of was just like, huh. I didn't believe it. Honestly, I was like, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. And I was just like, if anything... We'll all just die together, you know? I'm yeah. not going to try go somewhere, run yeah. home. Like, I'm not going to get in my car and drive yeah. anywhere. I'll just stay here. Yeah. And whatever happens, happens. happens we'll yeah. deal with it. Yeah. Whether it happens and we don't wake up or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. So I did not call anyone. Nobody. I texted my friends. <laughs> or my friends texted our group. And we're talking through there, like, what's going on? And I know some of them have some, like, intense stories. Like, I feel like my one friend drove to her dad's house to be with her family. Because I think she was home alone. Oh, that's smart. But they say, like, if a missile is coming to you, you have 18 18 minutes. 12 minutes. Oh, 12? Yeah, 12 minutes. Yeah. So it's like, what can you really do in 12 minutes? Nothing. Exactly. Nothing. Just try and, like, hide under. That's why I know, like, um, a lot of kids, like, I'm just thinking about the UH stories I heard, were getting, like, underneath their stairs, Uh going just wherever there was, like, 
a cover uh-huh. and where they could be entrapped or enclosed mm-hmm. by like the thickest amount of wall or cement yeah. possible. I know a lot of people went in like storm drains, like they took the covers off That's and put their kids so sad. in like storm Homeless drains. Homeless people too did, had to do that. I just that made me really heartbroken, like yeah. seeing people do that. And then other people were filming because I saw bitty yeah. videos. Yeah, what a chaotic! I still can't even believe that we went through that. Yeah, but that, so, what so, else happened for you? So then, it was probably, like, 30 minutes in where, um, my trainer around me was like, oh, my, my cop friend said it's a, it's a, it's not real. Mm-hmm. And then, from then, we're just like, oh, okay. Were you texting Kai? No. He slept through the whole thing. Oh, must be nice. So, if we all died, then, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> see, <laughs> see you in the afterlife. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, and I, um, I'm not, I feel like a lot of people cr- uh, crumble under pressure, and I yeah. feel like I kind of just, like, get stronger. Yeah. That's, no, that's interesting you say that, because I always look at what, how I reacted to that moment, and it was the first time in my life I ever felt like, oh my god, like, if I ever felt like, like, that was one of those things I knew immediately, I have no other control over this, yes. and I was just so oddly calm, like, I couldn't panic because I was like, there's literally nothing, nothing I can do. Nothing can do, yeah. I was on the boat. <gasps> Not on Monet, but on the old boat. And, um... Out at sea or in yeah. the harbor still? No, we were, we just got out of the harbor. So what did you tell them? Drive! <laughs> no, you know what's crazy? And I didn't like this, so the captain or the company would always make us, like, put our phones away. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have our phones. And, um, I was a photographer on that boat at that time, and then when we're giving our briefing, like, as we're heading out of the harbor, we have to tell everyone, like, our little spiel Mm -hmm. about, oh, what we offer, photography is this much, and you can blah, 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 and everyone's phone went off, like, in the first minute, and it's so funny, because in my head, I was like, oh, is it a missile? Because I was literally just so panicked about this missile for days beforehand because I just got home from California and there was this whole conversation that was all over the news mm-hmm. and then I lo- I was like no way like as I'm talking that thought goes through my head then exits out my head and everyone's just like and then I think okay maybe just a flood or whatever and everyone's looking at their phone everyone's talking and I'm kind of put off and irritated because I'm like everyone's what on are- their phones yeah How I'm like rude I'm trying crowd. to get yeah yeah and I'm like talking to everyone I just feel like an idiot because everyone's talking mm-hmm. And then everyone's just, like, weird, and no one claps, like, usual, so I was like, okay, and I'm like, wow, rough crowd, assholes, and then I wait, like, five minutes, I go down to this Australian couple in the front, mm-hmm. like, hi, do you guys want a picture? I'm like, hi, yeah, um, wait, is this real? And they showed it to me on their phone, mm. and I read it, and I was like, one second, and then I just, like, smiled or whatever, went up and looked at the captain, and I was like, gym and he's like I know and I was like what and I'm just confused I'm like did Coast Guard say anything he's like Coast Guard didn't say anything I'm like well are you gonna turn around he's like no and I was like why we literally have 12 minutes and then so I grabbed my phone from him and then all the crew was like in the deck texting people mm-hmm. I text my mom I tell her I was like mom there's a missile coming I love you and I sent her a screenshot with whatever the thing is and I was like I'll be okay I don't know I just said that and then I remember, I think I texted Ha'a too, but I don't think he had his phone. I was like, I'm on the boat. I don't Mm -hmm. know what's happening, but I love you. And um, I just remember all the Australians, like, laughing about it, not caring, because, you know, they're not involved in our politics. They're Mm -hmm. not paying attention to our news. But all the American people, Mm -hmm. like, people in mainland were on the back, like, crying, Mm -hmm. sobbing, begging the captain to turn around. Mm -hmm. But then he was saying, like, well, first, Coast Guard never confirmed this. Second, we're probably better off out, out on the water. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, not necessarily. Like, yeah. if it came, like, we would all just be toast. But at the same time, by the time he would make it back to the marina, like, you're kind of screwed either way. Because yeah. if you have 12 minutes, you make it back, we get on the dock, and then where and then are we going to go? And then You what? know, everyone's yeah. just going to jump off the boat. So then I, I was just, like, kind of anticipating and just waiting. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't panicked. I was just kind of, like waiting I was oddly calm because I think I just had this overwhelming sense of like wow I'm such a small person mm-hmm. and I'm not in control at all yeah and then I realized like 
I felt like it had been 15 minutes because mm-hmm. we had to, he told me the captain told me go back out there and just act like everything's okay and I was like okay and all of us were just sitting on the top deck just like kind of silent because mm-hmm. you know we're irritated like yeah. we're out here if we die we don't die with these people like we're yeah. with our family yeah. <laughs> and so I'm just sitting there and then I think to my self maybe I, just, I was felt like entitled in my head because I had all this information from my dad mm-hmm. but I'm like it's been like 12 or 15 minutes like I don't think this thing is coming. Yeah. And I was already kind of in denial, mm-hmm. like how anybody is, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Like, you just go into denial. So I was already just in complete denial. It didn't happen. I just, it was almost like I just knew it didn't happen. It wouldn't happen. And I remember just, like, praying in my head. I was like, well, I hope my mom is okay. Mm-hmm. My dad's okay if this happens, you know. And um, then... Like, we just kept waiting, and I just felt more confident after the 15-minute mark, even mm-hmm. though we didn't get another thing. I was just 38 like, minutes. <laughs> yeah. I just felt kind of good afterwards, because yeah. I knew, like, the second this you get that alert... This is how long it takes. This is how long it takes. Yeah. And um, I just remember, like, looking out on the water, like, waiting to see, like, a big, like, woof, you know? Like, something yeah. crazy. Yeah. And nothing. And I remember I was working with this one girl whose boyfriend was in the military... Her husband was in the military... And she's, like, she knew for a fact that whole time nothing happened. She's, like, because the military would have been the first to know. Mm -hmm. And every person I've talked to that's in the Army, Marines, whatever, that were here during that, Mm -hmm. none of them were worried because they're, like, if we don't know, it's not happening. It's not happening. Like, every soldier would have known. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so that was what happened for us. Mm -hmm. But I remember my captain being, like, well, we have a ton of beer for all of us for the next two weeks. Like, basically, like... And to, like, saying, like, if we had to, we'd go out to sea for two weeks. I was like, I would not be stuck with you, Scrub, for two weeks. I would swim <laughs> back to shore. Bye. Hell no. I would pay you to fly fuel over here and sail me to California because I'm not going to be in survival mode for two weeks with all of you scrubs. <laughs> Hell no. But, yeah, that was my story. And then when I got back on land, it was just so sad hearing all these stories from people, like, mm-hmm. I had a friend whose auntie literally died because she had a heart attack from the panic. Yeah, and then he went kind of nuts. Like, he was, like, threatening to kill the, you know, the person who did that, the Mm. GOV. And Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, like, that's obviously very heartbreaking. But, like, he went kind of nuts on Instagram and was, like, threatening everyone. Oh, gosh. That's crazy. Isn't that just such an insane thing that we get to say we live through Mm -hmm. and lived through thank god we lived Lived through through it but i did hear some things that kind of made me comfortable afterwards a lot of people from the military too were saying like you don't understand which i feel like i can't understand considering how much money goes to the military like trillions of dollars we don't even have free health care and we have trillions of dollars like all of our tax money is basically going to military but anyways, they're saying, like, you have literally no idea how powerful the U.S. military is. Like, you think you know, but you don't know how powerful they are. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's a good thing in that situation. Yeah. So I heard conspiracies, like, it did, like, Korea did try, mm-hmm. and the U.S. Shot, shot it, it down. down. But I was like, why would the U.S. not gloat about that? I feel like that's something they would gloat about. Like, yeah, they tried, but we shot it down. Guys, look how strong we are. Right. We're a mighty... And then... If they did, we would fight back, and Mm -hmm. we never fought back. So I didn't believe that. Second, I heard that, um, well, someone in the military told me this, but I'm not, like, allowed to share it. But I don't even remember the person's name who told me this, so maybe I'll just share it. Just share it. They said that Korea actually did try. Like, they were sending out test missiles, and the U.S. was tracking it, and they were, like, aggressively off path. Like, it landed in the ocean, but, like, so far so away far. that it didn't affect us. Yeah. So that's why they were, they're not, the person who told me this were like, I'm not concerned because they've tried it mm-hmm. and the tests they've tried, they've failed they've miserably. Failed. And apparently, I guess it's just like a very difficult thing to do. Not that I would know like how hard or how, how easy mathematical, it is. Um, <laughs> navigate a navigate missile. a missile to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but when it was over, it was nice because no one was panicking anymore and it was all calm but so sad and then it showed us like how ill-prepared we are for anything right i think we're pretty unprepared for a lot of things like even like this pandemic yeah or just like hurricanes yeah any natural disaster 
Do you have a, tw- a two-week preparedness kit? I, I actually, don't. I actually have a bunch of water bottles, a flashlight, a lantern, canned food that actually expired. So I need to go get some more canned food. But I did have a two-week preparedness thing, <laughs> and then actually when I was moving, my dad's like, "What is all this?" I'm like. It's my hurricane prep, and he's cracking up at me. It's like, you never know. Like, every single year, we'll get, like, some big hurricane mm-hmm. coming. Hurricane cat vibe. And yeah. nothing ever happens. Yeah. But you never know. You never know. I remember we had the strongest winds last year. One of these days, like, and the rain was crazy. It literally looked like a hurricane, but I heard nothing. Like, that day of weather, without any, it wasn't even a hurricane, was worse, worse than, than any hurricane we've had. Yeah. And I felt kind of in unsafe all, that I literally brought here, all right? my patio furniture inside. Yeah. So it's like, you'd really never, ever know. So just be prepared. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but what, literally, like, what do you do with a natural disaster? Like, you just can't anticipate yeah. it every single day. Yeah. And you got to know that you, there's no, there's nothing that you can do to prevent these things. They just happen. Yeah. It just happened. Yeah. What if we applied that to our lives? Like, we know nothing out of outside our being is under our control. Yeah. My mom and my dad were giving me, since you brought that up, this, like, last week, because I've been, like, panicked about everything in life, because mm-hmm. of, you know, my hormones. And my mom, there's this prayer, the Lord's Prayer, you know, that's so good. My mom loves it. And she says it all the time, every time I'm panicking, it's, it's like, Lord... Give me, wait, what is it? Give me the courage to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things things that I can, can and the wisdom to to know know the difference. difference, And I feel like that just perfectly sums it up Mm -hmm. because it's like, I feel like a lot of anxious people get a lot of anxiety because they try to control things that are out of their control. So you feel like helpless. Mm -hmm. Example, that's why I was panicking when I was moving, remember? Because I felt like I had no control over the situation. And I'm typically like to be in control. It is so hot. I'm turning on the AC. Sorry if you guys can hear this. Um, but we can't be sweating over here and having a heat stroke. She is in a long sleeve shirt. Sweater. Because of these gnats, I felt like I wanted to cover every inch of my body because I didn't <laughs> want them to touch me. When they would touch me, I would literally get so mad. I was like, get the fuck away from me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to go into some of your guys' stories. Yes, you Okay, I had so many people write and tell me they slept through the whole thing. Like, really? okay, so one of my friends said, passed out with a major hangover from the night before, woke up around 12 p.m. clueless. <laughs> <laughs> um... Another person said, sleeping. I saw the alert and went back to sleep. Can't run from a nuclear bomb. Bomb. Yep. That's true. That's true. That's actually good. Um, she said, I was in Vegas, called my mom and said, why didn't you call me and tell me it was coming? And she said, I can't do anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. If I die, I die. Um, if I die, I die. <laughs> Okay, you give, you give me some. Okay. Um, your friends are really just simple and lovely because these, I literally got like pages of messages, people telling me their... Their horror stories. Their, yeah, their horror stories. So here's one. I actually haven't read this one yet. Um, but she says, okay, so I didn't get the alert. I was in a suite in Wainani with four people, me and my roommate in one bedroom and our other two suite mates in the other one. I want to say it was a Saturday morning and I was woken up to my roommate ripping her covers off and jumping out of bed and the sound of banging on her bedroom door simultaneously and my sweet mate yelling, we gotta go. I asked my roommate what was happening and she said, did you get the text? I said, what text? And she read, it's literally etched into my brain. Ballistic missile inbound. Seek shelter immediately. This is not a drill. <laughs> Everything felt real as f in the moment because the school was low key preparing us as shit was heating up between us and North Korea. Do you remember? Well, you weren't. You weren't watching the news, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we had emails telling us where shelters were. We had monthly sirens, etc. We ran out of the dorm down the stairs because we figured it would be unsafe to take the elevator. We were on the 10th floor and started running down the stairs. I was so shook that by, like, the 6th floor, I thought I was going to collapse, so I had to stop. We made it to the end of the stairs, and by that time, we figured we didn't have enough time to make it to the shelters. 
in the middle of the campus. We were the literal furthest storm from the shelters. We had also been preparing, like I said, so we knew we had like 10 to 15 minutes to get to the shelters and we didn't think we had enough time, so we all just prepped ourselves to die. I was Googling and looking everywhere for news about it and I saw nothing and all I was thinking was mainstream media doesn't know yet. So I called my mom first. She told me she'd call back. I called my whoa what my mom told me she'd call me back and be like no bitch you're staying on the phone with me. <laughs> i called my grandma who was praying over the phone while i was hysterically sobbing and explaining i was going to die i just kept saying i'm going to die i love you so much that's so oh sad her gosh. her family's on the mainland oh my gosh so that's so heartbreaking i'm literally getting emo- oh, my, oh god, my god i feel bad that i made her write this i'm literally getting emotional over it now because she's my everything and i knew she was so scared and she was praying over the phone i'm gonna cry <laughs> then i called my little brother and kept it short because i knew i was running out of time i oh just said the same thing that there was a missile <laughs> i can't this is so sad that there was a missile on the way and i was going to die and i love him so much then i called my dad who i hadn't been on good terms with and I lost my place. Then I called my dad, who I hadn't been on good terms with and hadn't spoke to in months. My sweetmates were calling their parents, and my roommate was frozen. I legit think she went into some sort of shock. I let people make me feel like I was being overdramatic about the situation, but there's literally nothing like calling your whole family and saying goodbye and bracing for inevitable death. I just kept hoping it would be quick and painless, and I was thinking about how no one would care or remember me because hundreds of thousands are going to die and how it was going to cause a war and go down in history books. I knew there was no chance I'd survive, so I sat there waiting to die. Sorry, that was so, so long, but this was low-key a very prolific and defining moment in my life. And that's so sad, like, the reactions, Mm -hmm. the different, like, levels and scales that people were going through yeah wait that's so sad i have more but read them i have um i have a few or i'll i'll read this one first oh my god sai i love you for listening to this i love you i'm sorry that was your experience okay this one's from um one of my friends he's also a co-worker but i'm gonna keep this anonymous (laughs) okay because he's done some illegal things Oh my god. Okay. 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 (laughs) I'm in the bathroom washing my hands and I get an alert. Sounds the same as a flash flood warning, so I thought it was just that. Reach in my pocket. I get the alert. We're gonna die. LOL. I call my boss and say, um, did you get this alert too? Is this for real? She says, I don't know. I'm trying to find out. I don't know what to do. So I tell her, F it. I'm going home then. If I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die with my family. She said, yeah, go. I run down the stairs, see the manager. I tell him, manager, I know you got the lure. I'm leaving. He says, it says to stay in shelter in place. I mumbled, F you, manager. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to die with a bunch of customers I don't give a shit about. <laughs> He's like, what? I said, I forgot something in my car. I'll be right back. <laughs> I jumped in my car, ran four red lights, and was home in two minutes. That's what I heard, that people, like, no one followed traffic laws. Everyone was just, it was like India. That's so dangerous. Yeah, that's why a lot of people, did you hear the news, like, on Kauai, like, a lot of cars were, like, in the river or in the lakes and stuff. Yeah, insane. He said, I live, I live two and a half miles away, LOL. Got home, and me and my fam just sat on the balcony, pretty much waiting to die. They sat on the balcony? Yes, balcony. Um, okay, but here's the thing. If people had known how you die, like, literally watch these videos. No, I'm scared. But that's why you would want Burnt to, like, at least, literally, like, your body just, like, disintegrates. It's, that's why. At least it's quick. It's not quick. Disintegrates? That sounds quick. I mean, I don't know if it's quick. I haven't been through it, and I, God, God willing, I never yeah, go through it. No. Um, Wait, this guy is classic. He sounds so funny. We're all can talking and said, screw it. There's nothing we can do. We're all here except for my girlfriend. <laughs> Aww. She was stubborn, didn't want to leave work, and I thought it and thought it was fake. Effing Marinol. I, oh. <laughs> Oops. Um, effing well, Marinol, I tell you. Maybe that, that school messed him up. Um, don't say my name because I probably should have gotten fired for telling the manager to F off <laughs> and almost causing three accidents speeding home. 
<laughs> no, you know what? Anyone would have reacted like that. If he got fired for that, I would literally go to the courts and contest against that right. with him. Because that's ridiculous. Everyone is panicked. It's life or death and you literally don't even know what the hell to do. Like, of course you're confused, you know? Oh my god, wait. Can I just tell you as a light one, what Candace K responded to us? Did you see her response? Um, bend she, over. She's like, She's like, put my head between my legs and kiss my ass goodbye. And a kiss face! <laughs> Wait, my friend Tori, this is crazy because I remember her telling me this. She goes, my BF proposed to me and said he didn't oh, want to die one. without having asked. I saw that one. So, I, that was funny because I remember her saying like, okay, the missile didn't come, so like, is, are we engaged? So, just go back to boyfriend <laughs> and girlfriend or what? Yeah. No, they're engaged. Oh, they are? Yeah. From then? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Where's the ring? <laughs> <laughs> no, she has a cute ring. I think he, like, redid it again in Big Island, though. Aww. Like, they went up to... As he should. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? They went up to somewhere over there, and then they he redid it. But that's so classic, because they were just like, so it took a missile alert for you to ask me to marry you? No, okay? right? And then other people I slept through the entire thing. And then there's me. I just, I didn't even call my other half or say goodbye (laughs) or wake him up. (laughs) You're so funny. You are classic, dude. I can't with you. I was like, oh, whatever. Like, I'm not trying to say goodbye. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. Yeah, everyone Um, has such different, like, stories, huh? Okay. Story time. That morning, I was working a shift at Tripler Army Medical Center inpatient ward when i heard about the missile threat warning i had to find out from my re leadership if it was true or not at the time my ward had more than 10 patients none of my leadership could verify we had patients who were bedridden mostly um patients who were veterans or retirees retirees (laughs) (laughs) sorry i said that weird um uh, let's see. As my leadership found out about the threat, they told me and my coworkers to evacuate what? to the ground level at oh. Tripler. I told my boss who was... Wait, then, at Tripler? Mm-hmm. To evacuate at the ground level at Tripler. But Tripler's a military base. So I thought the military... Yeah, so he works there. So they told them to evacuate hmm. to the ground level. Okay. I told my boss who was the nurse in charge... That I would stay back with all the patients who can't walk from their beds because we couldn't evacuate everyone. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, what an angel. Yeah. And honestly, I told myself it was if it was my time to die, I would be okay because as a Christian, I believe that I am saved by his grace. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, at the time, I think that was in my mindset, too, because I was like, yeah. a super, super... Yeah. Yeah. I had a few chances to speak with my wife and son on the phone, and I told them to evacuate with my army buddy who was going to pick them up and take them to the nearest military shelter at AMR Rim Loop. That day, I really, really trust in the Lord, and everything happened for a reason, and no matter what, we were all... We were all going to a better place. Thankfully, the 30 to 40 minutes later, we heard the hospital PA announcing that it was no threat, or the threat was not real. So we're all ecstatic. Oh my gosh. That half hour felt like eternity. I saw Tripler close, all the gates close to make sure no one leaves or enters. That moment was truly a testament to myself that no matter what, God is always in control in my life. That is so sweet. That's amazing. Who is this? This is, yeah, yeah, I love him. Oh. Okay. Oh, what a story. Thank you for that story. Yes, thank, thank you, you so much. Okay. I don't think I had read this one yet. Did I read this one? Yeah, I did. Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. So, this person goes, I was at work checking in tours. So, she works at a tour company. Mm-hmm. Like a, you know. I was at work checking in tours to attend our presentation when I received the alert. I was scared shitless. If you're from Hawaii, the most common alerts we'd receive are the flash flood war- flash flood warnings but this this was no joke i glanced once twice and couldn't believe my eyes saw this is not a drill i started to panic inside but on the outside i had to stay firm for all our guests our manager notified everyone and that's when the real journey began i remember trying to safely get our tours underground to safety i remember hearing my coworker cry for her son it was traumatizing we stood underground and 
the stairway that led to the underground parking structure. That's when I thought, we can't stay here. We must get to the bomb shelter. We all hopped we all hopped into one of the other our other coworkers' vans, which was actually out of gas. Fail. Oh my gosh. Then we hopped in one of our sales managers at the time sports car and he drove so fast we almost ran over a child. Oh my god. <laughs> We ended up at the parking gate where our managers announced it was fake, a mistake, an error, and it was a huge sigh of relief. I've read many books about Hiroshima and thought, wow, is this how my life will end? It's crazy. I was scared, terrified, actually. I would never wish this heart-dropping, ass-squeezing type of scare on anyone. Glad that guy got fired, though. Asshole. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy because I didn't realize until reading everybody's different stories how traumatizing because mm-hmm. for me it wasn't traumatizing no for you it wasn't traumatizing no but, but some people, people literally have to yeah like i remember when i was in therapy she asked me if i went if i had a story from that time and i was like mm-hmm. yeah but i mean it wasn't like traumatizing yeah mm-hmm. it's so crazy it really opens your eyes okay i have another one yeah. do you have more i th- i think that's it i need to go look but go ahead she goes, um, only replying to your ballistic missile story because my story is so crazy. So John and I went skydiving and we were literally in the air when the alarms went off and would have been 14,000 feet up in the air if the bomb actually went off. Oh when we gosh. landed, our phones were stored in lockers. <gasps> Everyone was crying and freaking out and we were like, what the F is going on? So they had they were up in the air, the alarms no were going phones. off. They had not even no the pilot that was driving. No there. one knew. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They were skydiving during could you imagine that happened while they were like skydiving like you're flying in the air? You're you're falling slowly in your little balloon and you like laughing that? and you see something like that coming towards you. Yeah, what the and then she goes everyone was crying and freaking out we were like what the f is going on Mm -hmm. then on the overhead radio we heard someone saying there was a bomb shelter down the airstrip we could go to so we finally asked someone and found out it was so crazy and i was like um when you got to your phone was your family all calling and texting you she's like my family had no idea since they were in alabama and florida so we called them and they were trying not to freak out but they were just like go be with one another and it was so sad my dad also used to be an officer in the Naval Academy, so he still has friends that are in, and he said he didn't think it was real because he would have heard something about it. Mm. That's what all, a lot of the people in um, the military were telling me with their experience, that they just they, felt like they would have Yeah, they, they would have known. known. Isn't that just so wild? I still am just so shook that we all went through that. I don't think about it often, but now that we're talking about it, it's kind of babbling yeah so i had a person's a conspiracy (laughs) theorist saying we love a good conspiracy um she says an alert and one person pushes a button hmm there's protocols and steps before pushing buttons someone had to take the blame for it and was that one guy there's no way Oh, I couldn't get into it, but she's like just saying that there's no way that it could have been a, a accident. I feel like there's so many different ways to think about it. There are. There's a lot. Because we'll what never I noticed know, is I remember watching the news and Governor Ega going up there and everyone's trying to figure out who did it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, anyone that works under me is my responsibility. So if you're going to be mad at anyone, you could be mad at me because mm-hmm. I'm responsible for this. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, that was really noble of him to say. Mm-hmm. And But I feel like if it was a, like a government thing, mm-hmm. why would he do that? Usually, like the people in power wouldn't take... Like you couldn't imagine Trump going out there and doing that you know what i mean like he wouldn't be like the people who work not because he's just an asshole Mm -hmm. even joe biden like he probably actually he probably would but you know what i mean like a president or someone in power over a bunch of people that work for them if it was a government like situation yeah the governor or the leader themselves are not gonna be like it was me right they're always gonna try and pin it on someone else so it was i do think it was someone whether he I don't know. I heard some stories about how he's made mistakes before. Like, this worker. Yeah. The reason he got fired was not yeah. only because of that. is because he's made multiple mistakes Imagine before. trying to get a job after this. It's like, I um, they, previous work experience. Yeah. <laughs> they kept his identity a secret, right? 
but just getting a job, they'd be like, why were you fired from your previous employer? Or, like, or um, why are you looking for a new yeah. job? Like, you Maybe know. they, like, let him go in a proper way so that he still had opportunity. Because mm. poor guy, you know, like, he got so many death threats. Even Governor Ike got so many death threats, but the guy who did it. People found out who it was? No, but they were saying when I find out who it is, oh, I'm going to Oh, when kill I him. find out. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure some people know who it, who it was. I mean, I believe that there's protocols, right? There has to be. But when I heard the story that they were planning a test one, because we were all, people watching the news, were all kind of preparing <laughs> for it. Um, I could see why they would try and, like, test an alert. Mm-hmm. But they just but they had one. But you have to type out, this is not a drill. I was thinking, like, it's already there. Like, they didn't Just type press it. the options. <laughs> Yeah. It's like a like click a down menu. Yeah. But it's funny because it's like you think about it. Is it just like a big red button they click? Like I want someone that works in like emergency preparedness anywhere in any state in any country. It has to be like kind of fluent across mm-hmm. every government or any, right. you know, state. Yeah. Right. So right. if you're listening to this and you're, and you're a government works, worker and you send out alerts to the phones, let us know. Or you know anything about them. <laughs> what does it look like? Because I think if we knew what it looked like, it would, like, settle a lot of conspiracy. Like, what if it is one big red button? One is, this is not a drill. One, this is a drill. And he just has dyslexia and he clicked the wrong one. Then it's like, okay. But if it had, like, codes and so many different crazy mm-hmm. things, then we'd be like, mm-hmm. okay, someone did this on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's so hard to say. But conspiracies are always fun because it makes you, like, think. Yeah. And it makes you, like, kind of feel like you're a little detective or yeah. something. Yeah. That was... What a crazy time. Yeah. It is so windy. Are we getting a hurricane? Speaking of natural disasters. Well, missile's not necessarily a natural disaster. Mm, could be. It will it will affect it will affect more the nature. <laughs> <laughs> but nature didn't make it happen. These crazy you know what I always think about like war, which is just so silly to me. I just feel like it's like a bunch of grown men fighting. With like, their penises. Yeah. They're, like, old grown men, like, this funnel Trump fuck, and then this other, whatever, King jong and they're over here, and they're like, meh, 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 I'm gonna bomb you, I'm gonna bomb you, and then, like, everybody else dies. Yeah, I just can't figure out why it's we just can't like, get can it right. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? It's 2021, guys. Get your get act Get it together. right. You need some therapy. You heard that, government? They really need to take their mental health seriously. Yeah. Because they're still killing people. For, like, land. Guys, just get over it. If you have soil on your feet, you're good. It's yeah, fine. Right? Now I see people literally getting so, like, stingy over, like, billions of dollars. Like, these, like, really rich people. I don't know. I'm on, I'm on my TikTok, and everyone's into cryptocurrency. And someone's, like, tr- they have a trillion dollars. A trillion! And they're, like, over here whining about going down a million dollars. Something stupid like that. I'm, like, what is wrong with people? Like, yeah. what... Even a billion, mm-hmm. imagine trillion, but a billion dollars, like, you can't even use that in a lifetime. What is up with people and, like, the need yeah, and obsession yeah. with money? I think it's the more you level up, it's, like, your expectations and everything, it just, it all coincides together, and then you just get to that level, and then, you, I don't know. I just feel like you could buy all the countries, all the yachts, all the everything in the world, and still not be able to use up a trillion dollars. Yeah. Or even a billion. And we give, like, molt multi-trillion dollars isn't that crazy to think about like where's that money going i mean i know that the military like they get paid for their housing and there's like hundreds of thousand people in the military they pay for their school so i'm like yeah that's a decent amount of money but like trillions of dollars like i'm trying to find out like yo what else are you paying for and who is your supplier because Mm -hmm. they sound expensive Mm -hmm. like is our weapons really that much Mm mm-hmm if any of my military friends are listening to this, please advise us because I am just so confused. The numbers just don't <laughs> add up. In her mind. The math just, just does it not doesn't add up. up in Sabrina's mind. Like, are we just, like, buying universes? Is there, like, other galaxies we're buying? Because that's the only <laughs> thing I feel like you could spend trillions of dollars on. It's like an alternate universe. That's beyond my, even, my wildest imagination. <gasps> Wait, guys, guys, guys. Oh, my God. Okay, so there's so much, like, crazy, you know, it's all the aliens are being seen or with the UFOs and, mm-hmm. like, the government's kind of being like, yeah, 
Like, we see these two, Mm -hmm. and they're not, like, being all secretive or whatever. Mm -hmm. I saw this video on TikTok, and I usually don't believe everything. Like, I actually don't believe everything I see. If I see a video, instantly my brain's, like, trying to figure out, like, a way they could have edited it. Do you believe in aliens? Oh, absolutely. We should do an alien podcast. Yeah, I love aliens. I just think, like, how can you not believe in aliens? Like, if we're alive, why can't there be life? On other planets. It doesn't mean they have, like one big fat eye no. and like a line for no, a mouth no, no. you know what yeah, I mean no but I do think there's there could be life on other oh, planets yeah, for there's sure. how are us as mere, mere little tiny humans mm-hmm. just because we've explored space we haven't even explored more than five percent of our ocean like yeah. how are we gonna know what else is out there out there out there like there's only so much our technology and how yeah so i definitely definitely believe in aliens my theory is that aliens i've heard this before too they like live among us and they look like normal people and they don't scrap with us because they don't have a problem with us they just have a problem with how we treat our planet and i'm like yeah we're so ghetto i'm so sorry i'm embarrassed if you're an <sighs> sorry, alien i'm embarrassed aliens. i'm or so sorry if any of my friends are aliens or if any aliens from other are listening, are listening to this <laughs> i am so embarrassed for us take me to your planet actually just kidding unless my parents come with me then take me to your planet (laughs) but I don't want to leave my parents but earth is super ghetto but yeah I definitely believe in aliens oh but anyways what I was saying is this tiktok video this girl was like waving her hands Mm -hmm. and it looked like the energy was moving Mm -hmm. like it looked like the air was moving and some comments said like the government just confirmed that telekinesis and something else is, is like, 100%, like, possible with some mm-hmm. humans. Like, some people have the ability to, like, use their hand and move energy to move things. And I don't know why I instantly believe that, because I was, like, there's so much research about energy. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know the whole plant thing? Like, mm-hmm. when you speak kindly to your plant. Yeah. Versus if you speak negatively, negatively. to your plant. Yeah. And there's literally, like, proof. Yeah. That the one plant dies and one plant flourishes. So yes. I feel like energy has so much... And Nikola Tesla and Elon Musk is, like, using all of Nikola Tesla's... All of his... Re- all of his... Um, what's another word for research? Whatever. You know what I mean. Yeah. But this, like, mindset of how energy controls so much in our planet. Nikola Tesla's the one that I learned the 369 manifestation thing from. Mm. Where it's, like, something... If you work in do this three times in the morning, six times in the afternoon, nine times, something with the energies. I don't know how it works. I'm not like a spiritual crystal, whatever. But I just feel like that's so legit. And like now as time is going on, we have more conspiracy mm. theorists and more people that questioning things we've been taught. Isn't that crazy? Like what if one day you were like, okay, I believe in telekinesis. Now let me see if I have that power. And you're like this. And you literally like moved your ladder. Emily thinks I'm crazy. I'm sure. No, I 100% agree with you, You but I don't think I have that ability. (laughs) What if I do? I want to kill that bug. Oh my gosh. I literally don't know what to do with these fucking bugs. Sabrina's having a gnat problem in her new apartment. If you guys have any solutions, please let me know. I'm going to move out. I'm moving out. Fuck this. I hate it. I'm so mad. I couldn't even go potty because there was gnats in there and I didn't want to fly up my hoo ha. I think that's all for this week. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Shop our merch.